Welcome into this week's episode of Bill's Pod Squad, Maddie Glab, here with my co-host, Kim Pavula, Bill's owner and president. Kim, always good to be outside yeah. on an October yeah, afternoon. The end Middle of, October, of October, October. And it was, I, I heard some people complaining how hot it was I, this I afternoon. I was one of the complainers. <laughs> and I complain about how cold it gets. I will I'm, remind you that in January, yeah. that you were complaining about being hot in October. You know, I did not dress for October. <laughs> I have on pants and a blazer. So during practice, it was just way too hot. Um, but we're not here to complain about the nope. weather. Happy that it's warm enough where we can be outside. Uh, the Bills have back-to-back primetime games. So we come off of a Sunday night game where the Bills just sail past yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. Awesome to go to Arrowhead and pick up a win that big of a win that they got. And now we're on to Monday night football. Uh, One more game before the bye week, taking on the Tennessee Titans. So how does your schedule change as an owner with the primetime games? Because I know you're someone who likes to just get the game over with. You you don't have to think about it too much all day. And and we have those lovely 1 p.m. kicks, but primetime you know, it, it does it, it does change because you know a lot of players as well they kind of like their routine like they have their schedule they know what they do every week week in and week out when you have those Sunday one o'clock games you know and we've had a lot of them and so I think starting probably more last year and then this year having as many primetime games that we have the night games um, it certainly kind of messes up the mojo sometimes but somebody reminded me that those are the games you want to be on because yeah. it means you're relevant it means that the, you have the attention of the whole country and you're on a national stage. And so now I'm going to embrace all the all the changes and the differences. The hardest part is waiting all day long, <laughs> waiting and waiting. So again, my usual routine, you know, you get up in the morning, you have breakfast, you do a little exercise or whatever, but then you start getting ready for the game and you're on the bus. Um, here, you're just waiting <laughs> all day you're not quite what to do because it's a sunday so it's not even a really a work business day so um so that's probably a little bit more of of the the stress there just the anticipation and the waiting but two big games kansas city tennessee that were big games for us last year and And unfortunately were losses last year and so now this year hoping to change that tide still big games for us um so it's just it's crazy to see what one year can do so hoping to repeat last week uh in Kansas City, repeat that in Tennessee. So in Tennessee, such a fun place to be. Yeah, speaking of uh, playing Tennessee and being in Nashville, um, what is it like now that you guys are kind of adjusting back to a schedule where uh, you're, of course, able to travel, but now you're able to do things on the road. So what does your schedule look like this week in terms of when you're going to be on the road, who you're going to see, what you're going to do leading up to the game. Whereas last year it was pick up your to-go order and head back to your hotel room before the game. Well, Nashville is not, you know, short on good places to eat, as you can imagine. Uh, So I am going to be flying in on Sunday. And actually we are taking some of our season ticket holders and suite holders. And we are going to have a little gathering at our Black River uh, Music Studios, so where my brother brother is the president of that. So um, I will see, get to see my my brother, my sister-in-law, my nieces, my nephews. And so it'll be a fa- like, just like uh, Dawson, it'll be a family affair there in Nashville. My parents actually, who are, who live here in Buffalo are going to be, um, they're, they drove already to Nashville. And so they're going to be coming to the game. So they're wow. going to be roadies. <laughs> um, so they're going to be, yeah, visiting road fans. Uh, 
one among um, two among very many fan Bills fans, I am sure. Yeah. It's always a circle uh, away game to go to when the schedule comes I out. I would expect Bills Mafia to take over Nashville just like they did last yes. year. Uh, they know how to make it a party starting on like Thursday. So I'm sure people have already I, headed I, down yeah. to Nashville to uh, get pumped up, get us ready for the game. And speaking of the game, we have our tight end Dawson Knox on this week's episode. So let's get to that interview. All right, Dawson, thanks for coming on the podcast this week. I know we had you on last year right before the Tennessee Titans game, so we figured why not do it again? It's your hometown, going back home, uh, hopefully get a win over the Titans with a lot of your family in the crowd. So, uh, But a lot has happened, Maddie, since a year ago. I know. We were over Zoom the last time, now we're in person. Is it going to be packed with your family? Is this a game a that everybody <laughs> wants to come to? I got cousins, uncles, aunts. Like uh, people you don't didn't have never even met right, before. Yeah. <laughs> random random numbers hitting I up have Dawson. People that haven't texted me since sixth grade, texted me <laughs> yes, asking right. for tickets, and um, it was it was really fun. My rookie year when everything was open. Um, last year was a little different with COVID, uh, but there's going to be a good bit of uh, friends and family in the stands, so it'll be pretty fun. Well, there's definitely a lot to be excited about. You are having a spectacular year uh, so far, only in week five, but still you've got quite a few touchdowns and uh, doing really well. Um, so what's really changed between last year and this year? Anything that you can tell us? Is it your format? Is it kind of just your skills are a little bit better this year? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just starting to just stack good games on each other, good practices. Um, it's awesome being in the same system for three years. Um, obviously, having Dave's here still is incredible. Um, and just building that trust with Josh, too. Um, we were able to get together this offseason in California a little bit. Um, having a full OTAs and mini camp and a full training camp yeah. was awesome instead of last right. year with COVID. We didn't have any yeah. of that. So um, just continuing to build trust and confidence. Um, I think it's just a slow process, but um, starting to see some results of that, which has been pretty fun. So Definitely. you mentioned the confidence. I know confidence is big for anybody doing any task. If you have confidence, like your next level compared to not having a lot of confidence. So how has the confidence grown this year? Um, I think it's just one day at a time. Um, I think it started in OTAs and even coming off of last season, I felt like I had a, you know, towards the end of the season, it was starting to, I felt like I was starting to build some of that confidence. So I wanted to keep that going through the off season too. Um, and just coming out here every day to the practice field with the mentality of like, these are game reps, practice as hard as you play. So when it comes to the game, it's, you know, second nature. It's just, you know, you're playing fast without thinking. You're on the same page with Josh and just everything's clicking the way it should fast without having to think about anything too much. We talked about the off season. So you did a little extra training uh, last off season. Uh, Tight end U, is that is oh, that yeah. what you're calling that? <laughs> yeah, so tight end U was awesome. It was um, George Kittle, Greg Olson, and Travis Kelsey were kind of the oh, main okay. guys that not, started not it. Not too bad. Yeah, not, yeah, too yeah, shabby. Not, not too shabby. <laughs> um, but it was great. It was in Nashville. It was two minutes down the road from me. Wow. Um, I just stayed at my place, but a lot of the guys stayed at one of the hotels downtown. We drove to Lipscomb, um, which is a five minute drive to get some work in um, we got about an hour of field work every day but we did a few hours every day of like film study and different tight ends breaking down what they do well um, so it was awesome just to kind of pick apart everybody's game and maybe apply one or two things to myself to try to you know work on a few different things whether it's so you got releases. to uh, critique each other 
Yeah, That's well, so yeah, a little bit of critique, but a little bit of just going up there and teaching what you do well and what helps you. And maybe that would help someone else yes. in the room. Um, one of my favorites to listen to is Greg Olson. He did about a 45 minute class on one route. Um, okay. So it was this option route he was so good at. Um, and he just broke down what he's reading in the defense, how him and the quarterback are on the same page. And we run that route a lot too with Josh. So that was. Um, so it's it, like it's really a real cool. classroom setting. Like it's oh, yeah. a real university. It really was. It's not just yeah. a bunch they, of they tight ends getting together. They were just partying in Nashville, kid. Yeah. Yeah. There was a okay, bit wow. Of partying, <laughs> yeah. um, but it was awesome. I mean, they, they had so much gear for us and sponsorships, and we had these notebooks with pens and papers so so like how class. did you get invited or is this something someone you know who who uh, started this i think it just was a text from george kittle and he was like hey man we're doing this on these dates tentative right now you know would you be in and of course i was like yeah it yeah. sounds awesome especially in your hometown especially yeah right now, yeah to travel um, but we're planning on doing it every year, so I'm hoping um, it'll go as well next year, too. So you weren't always a tight end, and I know the story is starting to be talked about more just because of your success this season, but you go to Ole Miss as a walk-on, and you were a quarterback at first, and then you convert to tight end. Um, did you ever, like, envision this for yourself, like little Dawson Knox thinking, I'm going to be <laughs> a tight end in the NFL one day? <laughs> um, you know, as a kid, I was just – Super competitive in anything. Like, I didn't really have a favorite sport. Actually, soccer was one of my favorite sports growing up. Um, I started playing football in fifth grade and just thought it was awesome being able to tackle other people and, you know, <laughs> run over guys and just being able to be physical and competitive in the sport. Um, I always just idolized, like, the Tennessee Titans because I was right there in Nashville. Um, I vividly remember standing in line for, like, two hours with my parents. Um to get some signatures from some of the players. Um, so it was always kind of in the back of my mind, but I never really had like the vision for myself until I got kind of later into my career. And I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. So if you were a quarterback, do you and Josh, like, do you ever give Josh any tips or, you know, do you say, you know? I, I like messing with Josh, telling him that he's, he's lucky that I gave it up. Um, but no, I mean, obviously he's, just one of the best quarterbacks yeah. in the whole league. And so. you feel that, do you feel though, I, I, I would think that having that experience, even, at, you know, at a younger age, making that connection you talked about, having that confidence and connection with Josh, that, that experience as being a QB kind of could help you in your, in your new role yeah, as tight end. Yeah, so last time I was really playing quarterback at all was high school. So right. obviously that's but, completely different than what it is now yeah. in the league. But um, I still remember, you know, that connection, that trust you want to have in your receivers and your tight end and how important that tight end connection is. Um, just being able to know that my guy's going to be there when I need him. He's going to run the right route. And uh, just knowing that we're going to be on the same page, that was so huge for me way back then. I'm sure it's pretty similar now. Well, speaking of Josh, I might be letting a secret out here, but I hear you have a picture of him on your pads. What picture? You got to be more specific. Oh, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen it with my eyes, but word on the street is Josh Allen is on your pad somewhere. On our iPad? No, on your on your like pads, oh, on, on your pads oh, yeah. that you wear. Uh, yeah, it's there. I'm sure people have already seen it. One day he. Uh, <laughs> Wait, it, describe this because I was like, Dawson has a picture of Josh <laughs> Allen on his jersey or on his pads like what yeah it was like a running joke he would get all of his uh 
trading cards and just hide them in places. Like I found them in my wallet. <laughs> like I put on my shoes before and there's cards in there. Um, and I have one taped to the back of my <laughs> shoulder pads and it's been there since my rookie year. I haven't taken it off. And it's still there. Oh yeah. Like a it's trading there card. For every game. Yeah. It's just taped right to the back of it. I'm sure there's pictures of it somewhere. <laughs> if my backpack's showing, it's right there. But uh, I'm not planning on taking it off anytime soon. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure if I do take it off, it'll be right there the next day because he'll notice it is gone. My, and he'll just go take it My again. trading card is gone. I got to put it back <laughs> yeah. on Dawson's pad. Oh, yeah, there's no telling where I'm going to yeah, find Yeah, no, things. you don't want to take it off now because every year you've been here, the team has grown and grown. And so, you, yeah, so, yeah a, a, for a superstition, yeah, we right. don't want to take it off. So right. tell Jeff, make sure that thing. Leave the trading card on, yeah. please. You guys have some great celebrations, though. Um I heard prom 21 was great. The prom was the prom awesome. celebration pick, prom pick that you guys had just to candid. I guess that's more like homecoming timing. Yeah. Prom's usually a spring. It's right? like a spring thing. Maybe you should have okay, called it homecoming. Yeah. Maybe. What what's next? How do you guys figure these things out and when do you have time to practice? You know, we're these? always open to suggestions. <laughs> if you guys had suggestions. Oh. Um, have you ever done It's always just kind of like a spur of the moment yeah. thing. Um you know, we think the Titanic scene would be funny. You know, similar the, when to drowning? similar to no, not, <laughs> okay, not the say, death scene. Oh, you mean um, you mean when she's out there on the end? <laughs> when she said, "Jack, come the back." The most iconic uh, scene, Kim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when, oh, when she's at the front, front of the front Rose of the thing. Like, yes, yeah, yes. that one. Okay, all right. It's similar to prom <laughs> picks, but thankfully we didn't think about the drowning scene. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> that would be a little bit more dramatic. Uh, I'm sure that one would get a kick out of some people, but yeah, we're open to suggestions. Can somebody like leap into? somebody's arms you could like you guys could do the dirty dancing move where like josh leaps into your oh arms yeah there you, you go the dirty you dancing him one. up like in the air one. and like yeah. twirl around with him yeah that would require some strength yeah i have to really make sure <laughs> i'm ready for that one yeah maybe we could get boy. isaiah mckenzie to yeah, yeah. he's a big boy he is so so when you uh were this off season after you went to class at, at tight end you uh, did you spend all your off season in tennessee is that where you where you mostly stay? Yeah, most of it was in Tennessee. Um, I spent about a month, five or six week, weeks out in California, um, right. most of April. Okay. Uh, so kind of like before OTAs. Did you take any vacation? Did you, like, yeah, are so you a golfer? I am. Can I actually just started golfing. Oh, okay. No chance no, I can no? beat Josh. Okay. Uh, I do want to get to where I could get Can't. at least play with him without okay. being too embarrassed. <laughs> uh, but I just started this spring. Um, and I got addicted pretty quick, even though I'm terrible. You know, I might have one or two good shots every round, but that's what, you know, gets you addicted to it and gets you well, coming you back. Well, you should be good. I mean, hand-eye coordination, which, you know, yeah. you, you need as a receiver and as, right. as a former QB. So, you know, you might, yeah, it might come to you really quickly. Um, I wish it was coming quicker, <laughs> but uh, it's it, the it is practicing a really fun part. sport. Yeah, it's the practicing yeah, yeah. part. Well, someday when you beat Josh or the person to really beat is Brandon Bean. So yes, really? you, if he's you're, pretty good. he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I have played with uh, Bill Whippert before. He's actually really good. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. I think he shot like a 74. When we yeah, played. Whip is good. Jordan Poyer's also good. Yeah, well, I actually played with Poe too. Yeah. Um, but okay. Yeah, okay. Brandon no, Bain. yeah, he is very competitive, so he might now. cheat too. Because he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because okay, so uh, I'll keep an eye out for Yeah, him yeah, he's very play. competitive. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> so back in Nashville, I think the last time we had you on, you gave us some ideas of places to go, things to do, um, places to eat. 
Is there, are there a couple places that you like need to cross off your list mm. when you're there, whether it's a short weekend, like you have, um, coming up? I know you guys really only make it like a couple hours to go out and eat somewhere, check, check in with family, things like that. But are there a couple must-do things in, in Dawson Knox's Experience Nashville book? So it's actually kind of funny. Since the bye week's right after this game, I'll be right back in Nashville like, the next day. <laughs> okay. Um, but we are staying in Franklin, I think. That's where yeah. the team yeah. hotel is mm-hmm. this year. Um, and right across from the hotel is a steakhouse called Perry's. Okay. And I'm planning on going there. I'm, okay. I'm calling Kim loves a good steakhouse. They have this pork chop that comes out on a skillet that's like, might be three pounds. It's got nice. like some ribs on there and it comes with like this applesauce you dip it in. One of my favorite things I've ever had. All right. I, are we going to have um, hot chicken like after the game? Is that is that no, our post-game meal? I have no idea what they're going to go for, but yeah, I should put in the work for that. hot chicken there, yeah. Yeah, you like hot definitely, chicken? Definitely, I do. You like spicy I do. food? Okay. I like, I like some hot chicken, and there's a cupcake place that I like that has Ooh. croissant cupcakes. I forgot what the croissant name of it is. Croissant cupcakes? Is it Gigi's? No, no, I do. Gigi's is good. Gigi's is good. Yeah. But um, so after we're done gorging on all the, all the food in Tennessee <laughs> and all that, I've, obviously you've looked at some game film. Uh, you know, we played them last year. And it didn't get the result we wanted um, after, you know, it's a new year. What do you, what do you think is, has changed any? Um, I'm not, I know you're not going to tell us your game plan, but, but uh, what, <laughs> what do you secrets. think, you know, we're going to be focusing on to beat this Tennessee team this year? Um, you know, I think we've played really well when we just kind of focus on ourselves and focus on doing the simple things right. Um, we have the talent in every position um, to do what we need to do, and I think – even though we have a lot of the same pieces as last year, I feel like it's a completely different team that we have this year. Um, our confidence has been great for us. Um, you know, establishing the run is huge just so we can have that kind of dual threat option of, you know, we can hand the ball off or go deep any given play. Um, but I think just sticking to what we know, sticking to the simple things, you know, taking what the defense gives us. They like, they like playing deep. They don't like giving up the big plays. Mm-hmm. So just kind of, Taking what taking what they give us, um, even if it's a 10, 11 play drive, you know, we'll we'll take yeah. and we'll drive the ball down the field. So you imagined playing for the Titans when you were very young, and Mike Vrabel, of course, talked to the media this week as he always does, and he was asked about you, and he shared a story about how your grandpa tried to like campaign for you. Did he really? Yes. That didn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> Shoot. Uh, to Mike Vrabel, like, hey, you know my you know my grandson, Dawson Knox? What do you think of him? And then I think Vrabel uh, said something along the lines of, like, a lot of teams are going to go after him. Like, he's the perfect size for a tight end. He's what you want as an NFL tight end. So your grandpa was campaigning for you well, while you were in college. Well, um, that doesn't surprise yeah. me whatsoever. I'm sure that was my dad's dad. Um, but... Uh, hopefully he didn't say anything too embarrassing. Yeah, there's no telling. There's no telling <laughs> well, it's nice to be wanted, right? It's nice to, uh, yeah, it's nice to be wanted true. and, and have somebody true. on in your corner campaigning yeah, for you. Yeah, no so. question. 
even if no. it's to a yeah. fault. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah but, we're, but you're on our team now, so sorry, Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's not yeah, going I think, anywhere. I think he's very happy yeah. with me being up here. Right. Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to bring up your Knox Socks campaign. I want to get all this right. So you're partnering with Four Bare, Free, Four Bare Feet for the Knox Socks campaign, benefiting the Punt Pediatric Collaborative. So each pair of socks sold from the Knox Socks page, which is all over Dawson's um, Twitter. You can find it. 20% is going to go to Punt. You're also donating $1,000 for every touchdown you score and $100 for every catch. Um, did you think this was going to be the year where you had four touchdowns <laughs> through the first five games? You've, you've already given away quite a bit of your um, own money. You know, it's it's always fun scoring touchdowns. Um, and We're five touchdowns uh, now. Yeah, I mean, I want to score as many as yeah. possible, especially for the kids, you yeah. know. But um, I think last year I might have had, I don't know, three or four. Yeah. I think five, including the playoffs. Yeah. So now to kind of already be at that mark, I'm like, all yeah. right, punt keep foundation. All hopefully, right. uh, hopefully we'll keep going with this. But. Um, it's been incredible. I think they've already sold over like 1,300 pair of socks. Wow. Um, I got to check it's... them out. Terry loves socks. There's he some cool, so- there's he some cool ones sock on there. Person. He like he. I think he collects them. He asked me to get him some more uh, this week, and I'm like, "Don't you already have?" He's like, "Well, they're kind of old." So, okay. so what kind of socks will I find on there? Um, it's like dress socks, sports socks. It, it's definitely more socks. of like the fun tie dye buffalo. I mean, it'll go great with. The fans Anything. wearing their Zubas. All right. um, for, the, think, for my daughter's wedding, is there any on there that he could wear <laughs> yeah. under he, his tuxedo? Bill's colors, tie-dye socks. Okay, all right, for the wedding. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm yeah. going to get online and, and order me some socks. Yeah, and it's great. I think yeah. I think it's like around $5 mm-hmm. of every pair goes yeah. straight to the Punt Foundation. Yeah, I know. So. We were at the benefit there for the Punt Foundation. And yeah, that was Yeah, awesome. that was a lot of fun and, and such a great cause when you see those kids. So oh, my gosh. Yeah, Gwen and Madison yeah. and the people that run Punt yeah. are just unbelievable people. They are. Where yeah. did that idea come from to do something like that? I know in one of the videos you posted about it, you said it's been, you know, a long time in the making to do something like this. You're someone who always gives a lot of your free time to the community and to helping out others. Um, so it's just kind of like an idea that was in the back of my mind. All the kids in the hospitals, they wear the like gray hospital non-slip socks. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, it was kind of, kind of a spur of the moment thing. We were talking about certain things we could do for punt to raise money. And we we're thinking what better way to rhyme knocks with socks, mm-hmm. make some customized, colorful socks to give these kids so they can put on instead of putting on their boring hospital right. socks, you know, they can put on some, you know, Buffalo Bills mascot socks that don't slip or some like handprint, whatever, super fun, colorful stuff. They can have to kind of feel like it's their own instead of those gray socks. But um, it's been great for the fans too. They've been incredible helping raise money like they have with every single, yeah. you know, charitable <laughs> foundation and in, in the whole, you know, state, it seems like. And, I don't think any fan base is better than ours. Yeah, I I would agree. Why are you motivated to do stuff like that? I feel like you are someone who, when it comes to giving back or meeting with kids who are in this hospital, like you are always on the list of players doing stuff on Tuesdays pre-COVID. Now we're getting out of COVID kind of, and and there's more events happening when it comes to uh, spending time with the community or helping people out like you like it's always Dawson Knox is going to be on that list with a couple other guys who are always on that list. So what's the motivation behind always making sure you spend the time to do stuff like that? Um, well, first of all, I just remember how I felt as a kid looking up at, 
you know, NFL players, like they're superheroes, mm-hmm. you know, now I, I just feel like a normal person, but remembering what kids see, you know, when they see us, it's a completely different perspective. So, I mean, we could go give a high five to a kid and that'll, you know, make their whole year. Um, but it's just a whole different level with kids with cancer. I mean, it's, I can't imagine being a parent and having to deal with something like that, that you just have no control mm-hmm. over. Um, and being able to walk in those hospital rooms pre-cancer or pre-COVID mm-hmm. um, and being able to talk to some of these kids that are dealing with cancer, it's like just by walking in, their faces light up, mm-hmm. even the parents, you know, are smiling and you get some pictures, you get to, you know, give a hug or two and you get to do some high fives, build some Legos. Just, I mean, you could spend five minutes with a kid and it'll brighten their whole day just because you say you play football for the Bills. Um so it's something very simple, not time consuming at all. And it's, you know, something that could brighten that whole family's day. But at the same time, like it kind of makes us, you know, if we go and do that, it kind of makes us feel like we're doing something bigger than just a sport. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really using this platform and what we have to, you know, give back to the community and try to make someone else's day. So it's um, hopefully we can get back in the, in the hospital soon. Yeah. Obviously, COVID's. You know, it seems like it's changing every day with the yeah. rules and stuff, <laughs> yeah. but um, hopefully we'll be yeah. able to get back in there soon. Yeah. I know they miss you, seeing you guys in person. Um, and obviously family means a lot to you. You have a little brother. Uh, Two yeah, little brothers. Is, you so, know, is he following in your footsteps? Playing um, football. Yeah. So I've got Luke, who's at Ole Miss. Got He's three a, little brothers. Three little brothers, brothers and a little yep. sister. Um, Luke just turned 22. He's at Ole Miss. Okay. Um, just transitioned into playing tight end. Okay. He went playing from linebacker. linebacker to tight end? Was oh, playing linebacker and I was playing tight just end. Just like He's the brother. Just back healthy. So all the, the, the tight end university teaching classes, you can just start yeah. teaching your know, brother yeah. there. So, uh, does he listen? He does he listen. He does listen? <laughs> okay, all right. If it was a few years ago, he wouldn't. But right. now he's, he's, uh, he's gotten better with some coachability. Yeah, those five touchdowns help your credibility. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, it's always fun kind of giving him some tips and pointers and stuff and um, we're going to get together a good bit this off season, but he's doing great there. My little sister's playing soccer at Auburn. She okay. just got theirs. So, um, excuse me, but this, uh, this bye week I'm planning on going down to Ole Miss, seeing the LSU Ole Miss game. Fun. And then it times up perfectly because my sister plays for Auburn. They play at Ole Miss the same weekend. Okay. Well, so, how are you as a fan? Are you, are you in the stands? Are you screaming and yelling? Uh, I'll do a good bit of yelling. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when it's, um, you know, especially when it's one of my siblings. I'll do right, some yelling yeah. every now All and right. then. And I'm not, uh, I'll definitely, you know, let them know if they're out of position <laughs> or something too, you know, you got to right. hold them accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to let you go in a second here, but before we let you go, how excited are your youngest brothers to be able to see you in person at home? Is this something that they're, that they've been looking forward to for weeks? Do they get to travel to games? Oh, yeah, they're super excited. Um, they both got to come to the home opener. Open um, so they love that. But uh, I just FaceTimed them yesterday. They were playing <laughs> Madden. Every week they'll, uh, they'll play themselves as the Bills, and they'll play who we're playing for the week. Oh, my gosh. So like, oh, we just won 60 to 10. <laughs> like, you had four touchdowns. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's all write right. those numbers That's down, right. take that to the bank. We'll, uh, we'll keep those stats for this weekend, too. But they're, they're awesome. I mean, um, I really don't know how they feel in terms of, like, just feeling like it's normal now. Um, do you, you know, think they think it's normal, or do you think do you think they're still like, my brother's in the NFL? I'm sure it's more of that. Yeah. Um, 
thing. <laughs> I was at uh, it was this off season. I was at my brother's, my youngest brother's baseball game. He was, he's not, he was nine at the time, and he's standing there with his coaches and the players, like in the big huddle. And I'm standing way off to the side with my parents, and all of a sudden he starts yelling at me. He's like, "Dawson, you play in the NFL, right?" <laughs> and his whole team's looking at me, and everyone looks over at me. I'm like, "Dude, just listen to your coach." And I mean, they, he just probably loves the attention for it. Oh but. my gosh! Um, well, your performance, and I'm sure you know, being the big brother, you're making them really proud. So. Yeah, well, just I like you so. are with this organization and our community with yeah. all the things that you do. Yeah, yeah. It means a lot. We'll be looking out for them in the crowd this weekend oh, for sure. Monday night. Yeah, I love it. Excited. It'll probably be a little past their bedtime. So the youngest one might be asleep right. in the stands after halftime. But um, Adorable. But, yeah, it'll be super fun. All right. Well, All right. Dawson, thanks for sitting down with yeah, us. Thank you. Appearing on the pod. We appreciate it. Well, yeah, right. thanks for having me. All right. Always great to hear from a guy like Dawson. He is like so many of our players on this team, they're just good people off the field. Great so players likeable. on the field, even better people off the field. And he is definitely one of those guys, always has a smile, um, very easy to talk to, just seems like a, a great dude if, if he's your friend. Yeah, and I know that when it's always special when you go back and play in your hometown mm -hmm. and uh, the support of your family and your friends um, and, you know, even people that, you know, you grew up with that Dawson saying was contacting him now, <laughs> but um, so special to and proud for, for his family to see him really up close in action back in his hometown where he grew up. Well, we're a part of the time where now you have two big things going on at once. We've got the Buffalo got a lot Bills going season on. and now... We have the Buffalo Sabres, Sabres. season we beginning. Uh, their first game is tonight. So it's exciting to have people back in that arena to be able to watch games. Uh, a lot of newness surrounding the Buffalo Sabres right now. So what are your thoughts on this season for this team and, and just all the newness surrounding the Sabres yeah. right now? No, I am excited to get hockey back. It seems like it's been a long time. That shortened season last year their abbreviated schedule it just and and then even the year before that the you know it got cut off um the season got cut off short and we were kind of in this yeah. unknown territory so to get back to a normal schedule with fans in the arena i'm just so excited about that and and actually in person seeing real hockey again um it's going to be a fun night you know we do have a young team but that's okay i think uh, our, our coach which you know he's kind of He's not a new coach, but, you know, he's a newly coach, yes, right? Newly yes. coached, um, coaching a few games last year at the end of the season. And I think you saw in last at the end of last season um, guys that were hungry, guys that really wanted to prove themselves. And I know uh, Coach Granado has uh, a phrase that, you know, he wants to earn and re-earn. That's what he's expecting from our players. And so it'll be fun to see that development happen. See, you know, unlike football where you draft a player, and you get to see them maybe, either, yeah, so maybe they're different. rookie, right? Maybe they're on a practice yes. team for a year or so, and some of them go right as starters. Yeah. But um, in hockey, not not so much. So sometimes, wait. sometimes several years. So getting to see some of the names that uh, we're going to be seeing and seeing those young kids that we drafted a couple years mm -hmm. ago, and seeing how they really developed under under uh, Coach Granado, who has so much experience in development. Um, so I'm really excited to see what that's going to hold. Yeah, he's been part of some really good teams when you look at the NHL landscape and, and where he's came from uh, when it comes to coaching. So the Bills have one more game against Tennessee Titans, and then we head into our bye week, an early bye week for the Buffalo we do. Bills. We do. 
and a little wedding in there between. Yeah. All right. So after the Tennessee you are game, getting ready yes, yes, for, for a wedding. Not yes, only finally, does Kim have bills and savers. <laughs> She also has her daughter getting married. Finally, a COVID uh, cancellation, and then, well, not a cancellation, but uh, just canceled for Push the whole back. year. Pushback for the whole year. Um, so finally, it's arrived. Um, we'll be heading out right after the, the Tennessee game to um, to North Carolina to get her married. For the, to get her married once and for all. <laughs> I love it. I cannot wait to hear about all the details. And yes. We're going to have that on our next week's episode. We're going to take a break next week. Let everybody enjoy the bye week. Uh, go do something fun. Take some time uh -huh. off work. You, right. you fans earned it, right? We, we've gotten through a few games. So they might still the be recovering. Week. They yeah. might be recovering <laughs> from the big weekend that is Nashville. But thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you stay tuned on buffalobills.com for way more episodes to come. All right.